welcome back. You know, I should be used to this by now because every single week we have some amazing guests. But you know, I found somebody that's right here in our own backyard. I'd like to introduce to you Richard Height, right straight from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Come on in, Richard. <laughs> Thank you so much for being my here. My pleasure, my pleasure. If you'd have a seat and we'll Thank just you. talk for a little bit. You know, sure. it was amazing to me that you're right here in Tulsa. Yes. <laughs> I mean, gosh, <laughs> some, of the, some of our finest jewels are right here, right around us, wow. correct? But, you know, I saw you first on, I think it was Good Morning America. Hmm. And, I mean, I was in awe with the talent that God has given you. So, I know you're an artist. Mm -hmm. So, can you start us back how, how that actually started? Uh, for you, I mean, did you always know that you were going to be an artist, or? You know, I don't know if I knew what the name of, it was called an artist, I just knew I enjoyed drawing and painting and okay. and, and being creative. At what, you mean when you were a child? Oh yeah, at really? a young age. I remember when I was just a boy, sitting in church, my father on one side, my mother on the other side, kind of holding me in like bookends, they'd grab, give me the hymn book, in our little church, in the bulletin, there, were, there wasn't enough activities going on. And there was a lot of empty space on the bulletin. They would grab me that little golf pencil that Aww. was on the back of the pew, and I would listen to that old preacher preach. And whatever he would preach about, my imaginations would flood, and I would draw it on oh, the back kidding. of the bulletin. If, if he was talking about Daniel in the lion's den, I'd be drawing Daniel in the lion's den or Jesus coming back on a white horse. Oh my goodness. And I would just draw these things, looking forward to come to church just to draw these things. Did you save all those? Mm, I might find one or two of them around oh there. Oh my but, goodness. Uh, uh, not, I, I would have liked to have many oh, of them. Oh, I know. On those things. So yeah. that was like what age, you think? Oh, Three or four? You know, no, that, that was probably six, seven, eight years old on those things. You That's know, incredible. A, a, enough to be listening and comprehending what was going on. So yeah. did you know, so you probably didn't know the Lord at that time. You think you're just kind of going to church with mom and dad? Exactly, exactly. But you know, it, uh, it made it through a situation. Once I remember I was up in my room drawing because I would read the Bible and I would draw a picture and uh, it dawned on me that this Jesus stuff mm -hmm. was a true story. And, but before that I didn't get it, especially for a young boy because at, at then Jesus was just like Jack jumped over the candlestick and all the Disney characters and he was just one right, of them. Right, sure, yeah. And then it hit me that it was a true story and it was amazing to me. And I went down and told my parents and next Sunday I went and told the pastor that asked them if they knew it was a true story. Oh, and uh, and I, I, when I gave my life I wanted to give not just my life and Jesus be more than just my hope, but I wanted to go out and tell people that it was a true story, and wow. all I could do was draw. And and uh, I said, "This can," I said, "Lord, could you use this talent, this ability, you know, to tell people that you're real?" So, are you saying you <laughs> you've never done anything else with your life other than draw? Did you have other kind of job? You know, a lot of us have to work our way up yeah. to our talent. Did you have other jobs? Well, you know, I, I had other jobs, and I I've worked with other ministries, uh -huh. but it was always in conjunction of, of using my artistic skills. That's wonderful. You know, because that's that was has always been my focus, and. Uh, do you know how few people probably oh, get yeah, to I, do I, that? I do know. Yeah. Wow. And I feel very blessed. I, I feel very blessed, maybe because I didn't know any better. I just wanted to 
to tell people that it was a true story and if, if, if how whatever venues I could find, if that was uh, working with musicians or big ministries or uh, that's what I wanted to do. I think I shared with you earlier, didn't I, about uh, how someone was singing on the show one mm -hmm. day and, and it just, even though the purpose of the show is to inspire and encourage others to pursue their gifts and talents and that's what we're hoping our audience yes. will do, you yeah. know, because of people yeah. like you coming on. But I realized really what that, in such a magnitude force came on me one day uh -huh. and I thought all of these gifts that God has just so freely given it could be an artist, it could be a singer, it could be a writer, yeah. and there's just so many. And sometimes God doesn't get the credit mm -hmm. for those things, and I'm just so glad that you recognized it was God basically from the beginning. Well, you know, the first, the first step in, in using your talent is discovering your talent. Right. And a lot of times we know more about our neighbors than we know about ourselves. And so we, if we can spend time quietly and looking at what is our strengths, where do we find rapid learning and our skills and, and everything, our gifts, where's our passion, the whole thing, and discover those. Right. And then you have to take it to the next step, and that's the discipline in developing that talent. And I'm going to tell you, it, mm. it, hasn't, it hasn't come easy because I've spent hours and thousands of dollars in developing my skills, I still do. Read, study, paint every day that I'm developing these things, and then you get the, the joy of going out and deliver those mm -hmm. to, to as many people as you possibly can. Well, and I think that's where a lot of people fail. They don't, they don't want to, they want to be an overnight exactly. success. They exactly. don't want to just take the time and The main and thing is discipline. Right. You know, and even as an artist, and some artists have some, you know, preconceived ideas, but it takes discipline both on the business side and on the creative mm -hmm. side. You know what's always amazed me with artists though? Gosh, I wish I could draw. Because I used to have a card company and I had to hire all the yeah. artists to do the artwork. I could have saved myself a lot of money. Sure. But, it, I mean, I guess it's like anything else, but does does the drawing just come to you? Do you wake up in the middle of the night and it's there? I know you said at Sunday school, but mm -hmm. for something that you're just going to, if you sit down at the easel or whatever you call it today, do you already have a vision in your mind? You know, it, it again, going back to discipline, the key thing is observation. And you never know when that inspiration is going to come, okay. but you're in tune observation-wise, so that when you are called to deliver, that you're in tune to deliver it. Does that make mm, sense? Yes. I mean, so... Uh, it's just like reading scripture or for a preacher exactly, if he doesn't exactly. prepare you, the gotta, word. You've got to right. be reading it and, and right. something's going to jump off the page and then God's going to bring the opportunity that you can share that. And that's what creativity is, bringing this one, this one together and mashing them together. But you have to have that observation skills to be able to know what's going on. Mm. You know, uh, it might be a t-shirt, it might be a card, it might be some, something somebody says, it might be the clouds in the skies. Whatever it is that's going to, you need to take it in, kind mm -hmm. of file it in the back of your mind, and then be able to pull it out when you need to. Now see, I think that might help a lot of people because there, there's got to be, a, if God's got all these gifts yes. just waiting to pour on people that he's yes. never, that still has, haven't been using their talent, mm -hmm. to know that if you will just pay attention 
to everyday mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's a that's a good word. It's a simple truth. Find find a mentor. And unfortunately, I didn't really have a mentor. You know, somebody that I admired totally. You know, I mean, I sure I enjoyed Norman Rockwell and Vincent Van Gogh and these mm -hmm. things. But you have to put yourself in position to get inspired. Well, is yours a different, a certain category? Like some people might just do watercolor, or, or is there? Or well, I here in a moment you're going to see me doing my performance art, where I get in front of people, and I uh, and I perform my artwork. Mm -hmm. But I'm also what's called a plain air painter, where I take my easel out on location, and uh, and I paint that scene, which it might be a mm -hmm. landscape out in the country, it might be uh, a city, it might be. A, you know, a flower bed, something that I'm out there, you know, several times a week painting these things in oil, mm -hmm. you know, and. Now for you, since you've done it most of your life, yeah. all your life, did you ever get to the point where there was a fear factor at all that you may not be what you hope you are, or did you ever have to struggle with that? You mean a fear factor that I don't feel like that you're that worthy I, I, of this, or that you can do this, or somebody will buy what you've got? Did you ever? I, I think in all of us there's a little insecurity, but uh, and and that's a good. I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, you, you you can use that insecurity uh, for this one. Even if one painting doesn't sell, I'm still I'm still knocking these things out. I'm still producing, you know, because. There's going to be that one that does sell and mm -hmm. does make it, does minister, however you want to look at it, and it and it overcomes all the bad ones <laughs> that I've done, and I've done plenty of bad bad ones on uh -huh. those things, but it's that's hard it's to believe just, after what I saw well, that you could do. <laughs> it's just again that discipline when right. you get up in the morning, and uh, it's it's getting getting your things and going out and doing it. Even if it even if it doesn't work, you just file it away and get up the next morning, go out and paint another one. Well, I am so anxious to see you do your thing. Good. So would you make your way over to Would the stage? To. And we'll be right back. Good. You all don't want to miss this. I'm telling you, it's fantastic. Richard Hyde. Thank you.
Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much. My well, did I tell you that when I was a little girl, I used to have a bunch of these chalks and I would draw on the sidewalk, yeah. you know? Yeah. We all did. Exactly. It never worked like that. <laughs> it just never did. Hey, you guys come right back. We'll have a quick commercial break. Come back and hear some more with Richard Hyde. Probably. Give us a quick for someone out there that is sitting there would like to do what you're doing because they are an artist in their heart? Well, uh, I think oftentimes, like the painting I just did, the artwork reflects the artist okay. and, and what's important to them, how they view the work. And as I do a piece of artwork like that, it reflects my life. Because sometimes I'll do a stroke or something here, and I think that I've messed up or gone in a different direction. And God, being the master artist, can make mm. something beautiful out of a mistake. And sometimes we don't always know where he's going or what he's doing. But the trick is, is to trust him because he can see the big picture in store. Oh, wow. And to trust him on those things. We just do what we do and, and be passionate, be faithful to that, and let him be in charge of the big picture whatever he wants to create out of our lives. And it might be something that's on stage, it might be something more quieter, but he's, he's making all the strokes, making all the pieces where he says in his words, I make all things good, you mm -hmm. know? And he who begins a good work is faithful to complete it. Mm -hmm. So even though, even as a painter, it might not, it, it goes through, sometimes go through some what I call ugly stages. Mm -hmm. You just gotta press on through that. And, and be able to step back periodically, reflect, look at it, and then attack it again. And, uh, and just that discipline uh, of, of knowing Christ, mm -hmm. you know. Well, you know, what you were saying, though, you're really just listening to the Holy Spirit That's inside it. of yeah. you guide your And it's steps. that observation right. again right. Of, of, of what he wants you to do at that moment. And he's calling the shots. I'm not. I just want to be faithful to what he's, he's doing. Wow. And uh, and I've I've had the pr privilege of, you know, of performing these at Billy Graham Crusades, uh, Michael W. Smith, Stephen Curtis Chapman, the biggest names out there. I've done concerts, plus I've done the little country churches mm -hmm. out in the middle of nowhere, you know, and uh, it's just doing what you do, being real, and and sometimes being spiritual is just enjoying life. Well, before we run out of time, give us your website real quick. It's called visualimpact.com, and there's no I on impact. I messed up on that a couple of times. So it's V-I-S-U-A-L-M-P-A-C-T.com. And would love to hear emails or whatever I could do to, uh, to serve the other artists and creative people out there. Well, you're phenomenal. Well, thank thank you, you so much for being thank here. You, my I would have contacted you a long time ago if I well, knew you were right in our backyard. You know? But we're going to have to have you come back. <laughs> thank, thank you, you very again. much. Thank my you pleasure. very much.